everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. And I'm Aaron. What's going on, guys? Hey, and today we're going to be doing tabletop games. Yeah. Yes. Too bad Emma's not here. She's had to work again, mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll get her back in. But before we go to the tabletop games, we're going to do some hot happenings from this week. Yes. Um, this past weekend, I went to a Star Wars um, all-group build party. So that means that Rebel Legion was there, Droid Builders were there, 501st was there, Saber, Saber Guild was there. And it was a lot of fun. Got I got to work on my Bear Sophie costume. So oh, I was did really you? Yeah, oh, I was that's really awesome. happy about that's that. That's awesome. Okay, so here's some news that I looked around the internet and uh, came up with. Anthony Daniels wrapped up C-3PO on Star Wars Episode Nine. He writes on Twitter, Today was 3PO's last on Episode Nine. He's um, so he's sad, so, so am I. So I'm wondering if that's going to be it for him. If he's no longer going to be on any of the movies, uh, does, he, does he get killed? What, what happens to him? I, I wonder too. I, that that's I didn't even hear anything about that. Yeah, yeah. And he said he's had a lot of a uh, lot of great memories, a lot of fun. And he said that you know he was happy that he got to be part of this, and they are making something very exceptional. So wow. I mean, everyone's coming out saying that. So hopefully, we're going to be seeing a really really good movie. They got to make up for the last they got, one. Yeah, they they definitely do. <laughs> and that's crazy. It's like an end of an era kind of. I'm hoping that's not it, but you know what? Maybe that's going to be it for all of them. And then they go on to something else. They, may, they go on to something else, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. possibly. Disneyland's new Star Wars ride is rumored to be 28 mil minutes long. What? Yeah, almost 30 minutes to ride this thing. So it's it's it's, it's an experience cuz that's what I was hearing that they wanted people to have was an experience. Well, they're going to have to have quite a few people in the thing in order to get that experience because can you imagine waiting in line? Oh, I can't imagine waiting. <laughs> I don't That's going to be like I don't want to imagine when I got to renew my season pass anyway. I'm not even looking forward to that yet alone the lines at oh, man. For Star Wars land. How about this one? John Fav John Favreau mm -hmm. teases a classic Star Wars droid in The Mandalorian. The droid is R5-D4. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. And the droid first appeared in the original Star Wars, the original 1977 Star Wars. Okay. So he's bringing it, he's bringing it and back. The, bringing it back vintage. That's for John, damn John sure. Favreau is a, is, a, is a genius. For those who don't know, he's directed like the Iron Man movies. He's like a consultant. Like whenever Marvel Studios does any Marvel movie, he's like the man they go talk to just to make He's the sure. go-to. He's the go-to, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How about this one? Um, yesterday, 11 years ago, yesterday, Ahsoka Tano was introduced to the world. She was... Um, and she was introduced to the world on Clone Wars. And I believe that she is one of the best Star Wars characters. Oh, without a doubt. So happy birthday to Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Happy 11th birthday. She's 11 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about, the, I, and I want to get these. Star Wars now has cards against humanity. humanity. But oh, Star wow. Wars, they're, they're cards against Star oh, Wars. Wars. I have to definitely get those. Those when, seem like a they, lot of are fun. Are they out now or, or are they coming soon or? Um, I, I think you can order them. I you think okay, you can okay. order them. Yeah, okay. from, what I, from what I saw. How about this one? We're going to file it in the I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> cabinet. Star Wars Episode Nine rumors say Disney is negotiating 
with Hayden Christensen to return ah. for a bit of uh, for a bit of the film. You know, so like Might I said, well. I'm gonna file that in the. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. The, the, it's crazy. The politics with Star Wars are insane. Like. You know, and, and it might not just be. It could be Disney as well. I, yeah, I would say Disney. The, the the politics Disney has are pretty insane. As far as like, you know, reaching out to people who were, who were once in something and getting them to come back, they're pretty insane. Like when they it comes put to those. Obi Wan Kenobi in there. You, you know? know why you want him in there? <laughs> <laughs> I know damn well why I want him in there. <laughs> but that would be really awesome if they did bring him back, though. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I, yeah. you know, I, I think that we're going to see some force ghosts uh-huh. because we obviously have to answer questions as to what she saw down in the cave. We have to answer question as to, you know, what what everything was going on and the tree and there's a lot of there was a lot of stuff left out. Yeah, you know that we didn't even really understand the temple that was built or where Luke had the temple, mm-hmm. what planet it was on. Yeah, where Snoke came from, and apparently people are telling me, well, maybe Snoke is also going to come back because how do we know he's really dead? Yeah, that's true. How how do we know? We don't even know. Yeah, we do. We thought Darth Darth Maul was cut in half and gone, and he <laughs> and he lives on. He lives on. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's I I really do hope that they bring him back though because other than like I don't think he's doing anything right now maybe he's writing or maybe he's directing I'm not sure but I haven't seen him in anything so it would be awesome if they brought him back just well to he was in solo so they said that there's a possibility that we're gonna see Kira in this mm-hmm. we could see him in it uh, God only knows what they could be doing. well yeah they could be doing pretty much whatever they want to, yeah so and J J Abrams has to he has to he's Cleaning up the mess. Yeah, and he and what a mess he has to clean up. Yeah, you know exactly. I, mean? so, I, I totally agree. I mean, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> okay, so Star Wars and tabletop games. I, I looked all this stuff up, and I thought it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a role-play game, or RPG, is a game in which players assume the role of characters in a fictional setting. Players take responsibility for acting out these roles within a narrative, either through literature, uh, literal acting or through a process of structured decisions, mm-hmm. making character development actions Taking within many uh, ga- taken within many games succeed or fail according to a uh, formal system of rules and guidelines. That is what a role play Playing game, game is. is. Yes, I was reading that. I'm like, I'm already lost. <laughs> 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 that is an RPG, and for all our game fans, or even the people like uh, like uh, when Emma was here, she talked about this place over by the boxing gym. They play Warhammer 40k. I yeah. believe and. And, and we're going to make a we're going to make a visit down there. Yeah, and Diablo and stuff like that. So that's basically what, you know, what it is. Yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. All right, the original form of role play game, um tabletop uh tabletop role playing game is characters through uh discussion, T R P G. And then there is LARP. LARP. Yes. Players physically perform yeah. their uh character's actions both L uh, T R P G and LARP form um, form a game uh, from uh, and they also have a game master. Both of those have game masters, and they're called the game master is a GM. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy crud! Who usually decides on the rules and settings to to be used, um, acting as a referee while each of the players play the role of single character. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's, I guess there's a lot to it. But, you know, and, and when I was reading that, I thought, you know what? Saber Guild is kind of LARPing. Even though we yeah. say that it isn't, it kind of is. Kind of, it kind of, kind of. So I could say I kind of LARP. <laughs> You're kind of a LARPer. <laughs> kind of. But I understand where Saber Guild is saying that they don't LARP because with LARPing, you know, they throw like these big, um, to my knowledge, like I've never done it, but like they throw like these big weekend like events where like huge, huge, huge battles go down and people, of course people, you know, they fight and everything like that. And uh, it's usually like mostly like medieval kind of. Yeah. It seems to be it's, mostly medieval. It's, yeah. It's mostly medieval and stuff like that. So I, I, I see why that's why the, the Saber Good will say like they're necessarily not LARPing, you know, it's not like when you guys kill someone like just lay on the floor the whole time. For well, the we will hours. be. You guys will be, yeah. But like LARPing, like if you kill someone, like they have they, to lay there. Yeah, they have to lay there. You cut their arm off. Like they have to really put their arm behind their back, <laughs> and, and, and and it could go on for hours too. So, yeah. Well, when uh, I do know that for the WonderCon show, that um, the Jedi are gonna die. So oh, wow. we're gonna die. Wow. If I decide to do Jedi, I'm gonna die. I just I've got already some practiced. inside information. Right yeah, you just got. <laughs> if I'm if I'm a Sith, then wow. I'm gonna be killing a Jedi. Did, do you did, did, are they giving you the, the chance to pick or is, you have to wait? Or? Well, I have to see what Jennifer wants to do because she's the partner that I'm going to fight with. I already we have a fight together. Gotcha. But we don't kill each other. We didn't because we did that for a bunch of kids. But in, in when we do the WonderCon and Comic Con shows, we can have death in it. Okay, you guys can. <clears throat> so okay. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, so <clears throat> sorry guys. Several varieties of P of RPG also exist in electrical media, such as multiplayer text-based MUDs and their graphic-based successors, massive multiplayer online roles <clears throat> playing games. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. M-M-O-R-P-G apostrophe S. So that would be you because you've done multiplayer games. Yeah. Where you're, it's almost like... Um, when you play, what's that one that's real popular right now? A Battlefront. Battlefront, and mm -hmm. what's the other one that that a lot of kids play? Um, Fortnite. Fortnite, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so it's yes. kind of like that. Yeah, massive online game. Yeah, and they're making massive amounts of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> and then those games often share the same rules within, like with tabletop games. And mm -hmm. um, you, you know, they have characters, they have advancements, they have collaborating stories. So they have basically. The same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, basically, that's, basically, yeah. Yeah. And I think what what they did was they went from from the tabletop in the 70s to what we see now. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think they've all they've all adapted the same rules, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Tra transferred over. Yeah, for sure. You know, <clears throat> it seems it seems to be that way. Now, um, the original, the very first RPG that started it all was Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And that was in 1970, I believe it was in 1975. Mm -hmm. So they started off with, oh, 74, I stand corrected. And they were the very first uh, ones to do it. And I think they really didn't think that that game would go far. They sold about 50,000 copies. But when you're selling about 50,000 copies, what do you think? Yeah. That game has gone far. Okay, it's, gone, <laughs> it's gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not gone. like selling a hundred copies. You've yeah. sold fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. And that game still is pretty strong. Today. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons is like a really, really popular. Game. It's one. Of, you know, it's been passed down. 
you know, just how pe- just like how people learn chess and checkers or cards or whatever the case. That's what Dungeons and Dragons is basically. That's pretty you know? clever, you know. And this guy that came up with it, I thought, you know, that that was really awesome, you know. And it was originally really popular with the college kids. It was considered like a cult kind of thing. Oh, okay. And and I know and I know like in the seventies, I was watching like Stranger Things. I know in the seventies, even my dad told me the same thing. Like they would have games where you have like the character pieces, you know, and then you have to read someone would read like the the like how you explained earlier, the they're like the GM where were they? Our called? our uh, our tabletop game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would have they would read the scenario. Yeah. They would have they would read the scenario of like you know, this ogre, like, crossed the bridge and, uh, and and so on and so forth like that. And then it's up to you to, like, make up the, the person to make up the scenario, how they get out of it. And that person, like, determines whether it, that works It's or viable not. or not. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So that was kind of, I thought that was really cool. I mean, I've never done it. And Emma said she's going to get people together for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. And I'm like, I'll watch. She goes, oh, no, you're going to play. You're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm definitely, I definitely, because I have, I've never done it. Yeah. You know, I've seen it played, but I've never participated. Like, I think it would be cool. Game. You I, know, you do your Saturday night kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Everybody gets together for that. And I'm not a cards person or like even dominoes for that matter. So like with me, it was always like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards. It's different than take like actual moving pieces, but those kind of games like that. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because those are also lumped into RPG, but they're considered kind of an offshoot. Yeah, exactly. Kind of an offshoot, yeah. exactly. The very first Star Wars role-playing game uh, is, it sits in the Star Wars universe, written and published by West End Games, W.E.G., ran from 1987 to 1999, which I found an interesting date because that was right before the release of Episode One. But that one was um, it was released on the te- it was released just in time for the ten year anniversary of A New Hope, and then shortly after Return of the Jedi. So it's obvious that people wanted more. Yeah, for sure. You know they were they were also printing books, and mm-hmm. they, but they couldn't go f- back in time because there was no reference to back in time. Time, yeah. So there yeah. was no. There was no Old Republic kind of thing just yet. Yeah, it was yeah. everything forward after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious that people wanted more. And by they wanted to be part of Star Wars. And by doing that with the West End games, they it gave them the opportunity yeah. to do that role play. Yeah. Which I thought was, it, I loved it. I was looking at all this. I'm like, yeah. Um, and this would be, everyone believed that this would be the last time we were going to see a Star Wars movie. After oh, episode really? three, I thought that was going to be the last Star Wars movie. And oh, then wow. We, wow. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when um, Revenge of the Sith came out, I thought, okay, that's it. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. And then a few years later, we see Clone Wars. Yeah, so, it, yeah. you know, And it lives on and on. That's great, man, people were probably just so bummed after episode three, and then all of a sudden, they just got hit with Clone Wars. And- yes, but the, I think the same is, same is for The Return of the Jedi. Yeah. People thought that was it. That I mean, was they it. did yeah. have books. I, they they were going forward with books. And it said the game system was slightly modified and re-released in 2004 as um, SD, S, I'm sorry, DS Space, which used a genetic space opera setting as related to Star Wars, and that was an RPG. 
and it was public published by Wizards of the Coast, and that ran from 2000 to 2010 because um, right after the 99 West End Games ended, they, they pretty much went bankrupt. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, <laughs> and wow. I found it odd that that they after they go bankrupt, then the new movie comes. Then out. Then the movie comes out. Hmm. Yeah, I thought, well, that's good. Yeah, how, yeah, how does, yeah, I wonder how that worked. Yeah, but the West End Games was really, really, it, it, it played a huge part in Star Wars, but it originated with Ghostbusters. It was originally a RPG game for Ghostbusters. I'm like, how do you do that? It, w- it was, a, that's what it originally Originally, was. our uh, West End Games, they were making a game for Ghostbusters. Busters. Gotcha. And, and but you but but it would make way more sense to do a Star Wars game than exactly a Ghostbusters game. Yeah, how can you do a Ghostbusters RPG? But at the same time, I could see like why a Ghost because Ghostbusters was popular as yes. well too. So I see it, but it just made more sense because with the Star Wars characters in the world and uh, and everything else like that and and all the information. I mean, yeah, you yeah. could have you have much more and yeah. and West End Games plays a huge role in that. Um, they. With Ghostbusters, I don't see how they could do it, but there is a group that all gets together. They're Ghostbuster characters, mm-hmm. and it's cool. I've, I've, we've actually had a booth right next to them. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. So they're really cool guys, but I just can't see how it could go as a as a role play game, like a role playing game. Yeah, I, agree. I, I just can't get behind that. Right, no offense, guys, but <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, Star Wars was ex- uh, had an expanded universe. They had all kinds of source books. And um, frequently cited um, by Star Wars fans as a reference material. And then they they used these West End game books because I guess there was different ones. There was different little journals. Mm-hmm. And they got a, people got all this information or more information about Star Wars based on that. Based on, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And it says that Lucas considered the West End games, um, he, he considered them to be a really good kind of star wars source material mm-hmm. when the uh, um and he he decided when timothy zan was going to write um th- the thrawn trilogy he let him write that he gave uh, he gave timothy the west end games source material oh wow yeah because what he, a present like, yeah what a because what because the information that was in these books that he felt george felt that it would be really good for the books Books, yeah yeah which i think wow which, that's a really good idea yeah that was really 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 dope yeah because some of the names that are used in star wars now came from west end games, games. like twerkle mm. rodan Rod- rodan mm-hmm. and uh coral cor Quarler, Quarry, yeah, they he used those names because Twerkle wasn't used before. So he like he took uh, some of the vocabulary from West End from games West End and Games and, and put it and in basically there. made it canon, kind of. Yes, wow, that is awesome. That's I think dope. West End Games is still canon. It still counts. Okay, I think okay. it still counts. I I think it does. I I don't think that they took that out, considering that. You know, they there was so much source material in there, mm-hmm. and these people came up with it. So that's what I like about George is that he he's able to um, use all these different people. He gets ideas from all these t- different people to expand Star Wars, yeah, and make it have more um, depth. More yeah, more depth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I thought when I was reading that, I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And it's, it must be crazy to just, you know you're working for West End Games, and then you know George Lucas is like. 
what was that word? Quarrying? Like, can, is it okay if I use that? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, right. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, please. Whoever came up with twerkle? <laughs> yeah. Or twi'lek? Mm-hmm. However you want to say it. It's like tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, even after Disney's reboot of the Star Wars Expanded Universe in 2014, much of the um, non nomenclature still exists in the canon works. So ev- pretty much all of it, because they rebooted the West End games, Pretty much all of it's still in there. This is pretty much there. Still. Because it was, there must have been such, some great material in there. I'm going to have to get the books because I, I was looking on the uh, thrifty books and I found like a something like a journal thing that has all the different. Um, it's a book with all the different journals in it. So I definitely want to look Check that, that out. out. Yeah. yeah. In uh, 1992, West End Games published the second edition of the games, and title remained un. Uh, this is where it gets fun here. Remained unchanged. In 1996, a revision of the second edition, what they uh, saw a new saw new light. I scribbled this so fast that I (laughs) I can't read it. But it was slightly different. So it it originally was the Star Wars role play game, Mm -hmm. and then they changed it, and then it ran to the star. Then it went to. Star Wars role play game. So it was two different ways. Yeah, it was two different ways to put it, but it still sounds the same. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm imagining that they wanted to keep that. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so that they could so that they could not if you change it too much, then people aren't gonna recognize it. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to keep that so they still were able to get to to, to reckon to attach themselves to it somehow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um there's also um in addition 15 issues of uh of a magazine series. They did 15 issues of a magazine series, The Star Wars Adventures and articles for the game, plus short stories extended to prove inspirational for game masters and new relate new relating News relating to Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but they they got bankrupt in uh, 1998. I, I wonder if that was just due to, you know, the you know just technology taking over and, and the lack of the, the the need for it to be like you know the tabletop game or. Well, maybe the with West End games, maybe the the thing is it was no longer going forward. Now it's going backwards. Backwards. Uh huh. So maybe that's why. They they didn't go anymore because the West End games, uh, tabletop games, was everything after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything after that because the um, Force Awakens was not there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why it, it got to that point and they're like, okay, now we're going backwards. Because once George wrote um, episode even- one, everybody was a- allowed to write and do things of the, of the Old Republic. Okay, got you. Because then you see the games from the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you played the yeah, games. Yeah, those games were like on, you know, KOTOR is like one of the best Star Wars games ever made. So. Right, because yeah. they went backwards at that point. Yeah, yeah. But West End Games did play a big role. They did play a big role in um, all the source material. They played a big role in a lot of the stories that you see and possibly some of the books that were ro- that mm-hmm. were written after... Um, after Thrawn. And I'm pretty sure that had a lot to do with the games. I mean, this, it was like the first of the Star Wars games, you could right, say. Right, so right. It definitely was the pioneer to like 
everything start like after Star Wars, like the games we had and, and like you know that I grew up playing, like on my Nintendo sixty four, even Super Nintendo for that matter. So like yeah, they definitely were the pioneers for that. But if you stop and think about it, there was there really was no video game Star Wars video game. So what did you do? You did a role play game. You did a role play game, exactly. Exactly. You know that was that was our way of doing it back in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, and, and, I, and, I, and I know, not too long after that, like you know, there was like a Star Wars, uh, like a, the art. You had to go to the arcade to play it. Yeah, I, we just did not have the technology. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, back then, we did not have, you know, we did not have the the computer, home computers yeah, to do yeah, that stuff. Exactly. Now, of and course, if you did, different. it was like huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you did that, the government was probably after you. Like, how yeah. do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't really see, start seeing computers and things until the till the mid eighties, mm-hmm. you know. Because I think the Apple computer comes out in the mid eighties, and so we're talking about nineteen seventy eight. You well, know, that's yeah. when West End Games came out, and th- at that time we didn't have home computers. We had no cell phones. We had no beepers. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any of that. We yeah. uh, we had arcades. Yeah, yeah. You know, pinball. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and I think we were just getting off the ground for for some of the video games like, like Atari, I believe it was Atari. Yeah, Atari and, and what Pong was that? And Pong where they played the game the Yeah, the, the, yeah, it back <laughs> it was basically like just tennis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was Pong. Like yeah, yeah. But, you know, think about the the computer graphics for that had to it probably was a huge chip. It was like the size of a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the game, the the West End Games was really important. They won, a, um, they won an award for the original. Uh, they won an award for the original best role play game in 1978. Okay, so they were they were vital. Yeah, they were vital, and it was uh, the game now still stands as one of the most 50 most popular role playing games. Mm. Rules for the game. Wow, this is the rules for the game. One player is is uh, the master who runs the game world, being something like a director, yep, referee, yeah, yeah, yeah. while the others play. Players have a single character or role to play. The players, and this is the same thing for computers. The player, the player character have various skills and re- uh, equipment, and some even um, use the force. One thing for sure is West End Games RPG kept the franchise alive after Return of the Jedi. So what they so what they did was they established like you were in like a the Death Star or you were in yeah. you were on Tatooine. The scenario, the scenario, the scenario like I alluded to earlier, which yeah, like I saw in Stranger Things, basically. Right, right, and so that's what that's what they did is they were basically in, in a strange way LARPing. The, 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 the movie. The, the movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would, in a scenario, and then someone, the director would see, well, oh, that makes sense. All right, you, you may pass. Or right, but like they that. had to have a, they had to have a rule book. They had to yeah. have, okay, so just like in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. they say, this is the scenario. You're in the Death Star. You have to escape. How do you do, do it? Do it, exactly. How do, the, how do you get out of there? How does, and now there's no Jedi, just mm-hmm. Luke. So there is a Jedi or Obi-Wan or Yoda, but there's nothing else after you realize Mm -hmm. there's nothing else. Yeah. There's no other Jedi, just those three. Mm -hmm. Well, I take it back. Vader. Vader. 
But yeah, in a, but you're still right in a sense. Like you're still yeah. Yeah, but those were the only characters, so you had to go. You had to be either you were either going to be an officer on the on the Death Star. You were mm-hmm. going to be um, a stormtrooper. You were going to be Han, or you were going to be um, a rebel. Yeah. But that's pretty much all there was. But that that I think West End Games kind of kept Star Wars alive with the fans up until '99. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure people still playing them too. Oh yeah, you said till around ninety nine, right? Is because ninety nine is when the because it's coming up uh, this year is the anniversary for episode one. Twenty years. Twenty years. Oh wow! I can't even believe that I saw that movie. <laughs> 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 but think about how the the characters are still, you know, people still love those characters, and now yeah. I think you know when you talk to people, you s- more and more people are. Um, more and more people are talking about, well, you know what? Maybe one, two, and three weren't as bad as we thought. I, I think people are, because, are, you know, it takes a while for people to appreciate things. Like, because, I mean, when the movie came out, people, almost like how you feel about The Last the, the last Jedi. Uh, there's no way I'm going to change my yeah, mind. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're set in stone like that uh, about that. But, I mean, like, uh, when, when episode one, two, and three came out, you know, you have people, like, just nitpick, you know, just there's things that they don't like about yeah. the movies but then as time goes on you know not saying that you love the movie but you just find little nuances or little things about the movie that you do you know you tolerate right right and i think with episode one two and three i think people were so quick to because there was a huge gap of 20 some odd years before the episode one came out right so people were like they had for Already 20 years yeah, they had visions in their head so like you kind of, you know, you show them episode one and they're, they're just like, this is not what I thought about the last 20 years. You know what you're I mean? Right, right. And, they're, heavy, and they're, they're disappointed. But, you know, over time, you're just like, how else were they would have, how else, how else could they have done it? You yeah. Know? But, you know, when I think about Anakin, you know, that people get mad, this, the, you know, the, the way that Anakin was portrayed in episode one. I really think it was pretty much perfect. The kid was a slave. The kid was, you know, uh, he was... In a, on a planet, he was being moved around with his with his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, h- how did you want him to feel? He was yeah. a scrambled up kid. Yeah, and 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 that that goes to show like people weren't you know it took them some time because that's how it had to play out. Yeah, he you was a med- he was a he was a kid that you know he saw a lot. Yeah, know? he saw he, a lot, and then when he goes to the Jedi Temple, he's pretty much rejected. Je- yeah, they they automatically are just like I don't know, you know. So so you and go he's f- too old. And yeah, he's too old. We usually get the kids from when they're they're younger. You know what I mean? So it's like he went from you know where he grew up a harsh environment, and, and then to to the Jedi Temple where you're supposed to be appreciated because you know someone this Jedi telling you're the one, and they 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 sense all this stuff in you, this certain prowess and everything like that, just to get rejected. But you know, think so. about it. You know, there he, here's a kid that was on Tatooine. He, I don't know if he's ever gone anywhere else. He was sold, you know, with his mother. They never. They lived in an environment where they weren't allowed to escape because they would blow up. Because yeah. remember, there was something in like almost a chip in there. Yeah, chip. Yeah, where they would blow up. So when he finally becomes free, and he's not with his mother. How, you know, you're like a kid that's never been out in the environment. Yeah. You do not know how to act. Yeah. And so I think George nailed it right because, you know, the, this kid was, how does he know how to act? He doesn't know. Yeah, how he to, doesn't know. He has you no know? clue. Yeah, he has no clue because he's no never clue. been out of this sphere of sphere of, of of tattooing and doing his daily work at the shop. And I think, and I, and I think people just had a different, 
I think with that, with, with, with people had a different, you know, in their head, again, for those some odd years before the movies came back out again, of how Darth Vader's childhood was. And so when they saw, like, how it, you know, was portrayed in episode one, they were kind of like, you know, like, this is not, I didn't think Darth Vader was, grew, the man that was Darth Vader grew up like, like this, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. In all actuality, like, you see, like, why he had, why he did become Darth Vader, because his life was, like, pretty rough, you know? Yeah, I mean? it was. PTSD, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's, it, it had to end up that way you know yeah. it had to go that road that route you know yeah I mean? it did in order for him to become darth vader it had to go that yeah, it had to be some kind of trauma you know what i mean right. and, and and again i i think over time people just for you know with the episodes one twos and threes like they people found appreciation for him because again you know after episode three like you said earlier people didn't know if there's gonna be any more star wars movies after that but then you actually think about the character who that is darth vader's like yeah it, it, his his life did have to go on this trajectory for him to be Vader to be Vader easily know? manipulated easily easily manipulated easily. so yeah. I mean it had to it had to be that way but I thought you know when I when I went over that and I hope I explained it pretty well because I kind of skimmed over some of the stuff because I tend to write a lot and then I'm thinking wait I'm like way over what I should have written <laughs> um, other games with Star Wars is X-Wing miniature games Star Wars Rebellion is a board game and there's also uh, and that's extremely popular I've heard, of, I've heard of Rebellion yeah and there's also Star Wars Imperial Assault mm -hmm. but the X-Wing game seems to be super super popular because they have those little miniatures Your figurines right right mm -hmm. and what Emma said with uh, D and D is that you have to get them. You have to. You pretty much have. They're like little things that you have to mold, and then you have to yeah. paint them. You have to paint them. Yeah. And the yeah. beauty of the X wings is that it is it is there. It's already it's, set up for you. It's almost like I mean I have a Stratego, but I have Stra Lord of the Rings Stratego, and I've never played it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> might want to. I might want to, <laughs> but it's almost like Stratego because you've got a big board. And let's say you're out in, uh, you're uh, you're doing a battle with your X-wings and and your Tie Fighters, and you've got them all sitting there. And I, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, I definitely want to give it a shot just because I haven't played it. You know, yeah. what I mean? I'm definitely down to like play. But I've heard of Rebellion though. I've heard of the Star Wars Rebellion board yeah. game. I've heard of it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of you know you uh, Battleship. Remember the game? Yeah, Battleship. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that too. Kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely want to definitely want to try it out. And like now those games like they have the RPG games of in like that form like on your phone now in the Apple iStore now. So Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Star Wars Galaxy is the one that's like popular now. But see, that's not that that's something you're playing on on your phone. So yeah. it's still considered like a, like a video, video game. game. Yeah. yeah. They just took they all they did was basically take those rules and just put it like on your, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, RPG and side of things. Exactly, exactly. But I and I found it was really cool that they did come up with this because people do want more. And they yeah. still do want more. I mean, we wouldn't be seeing the Mandalorian and people excited about that. We wouldn't be seeing the new cartoons and people excited about that. Yeah. And more of the comic books. Because people want more. more. Absolutely. They do. I mean, people can't get enough of Star Wars. I mean, look at us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Mark's all, how do you keep watching those movies over and over? I never get tired of it. No. I never get tired of it because I'm like, oh, there's something new I didn't catch. Yeah, you always pick up on something new. And, you know, 
Don't judge us. <laughs> yeah, I still like Clone Wars. I do need to get Rebels. I have not gotten. I agree. Rebels. I agree. In time, though, I will. I will get Rebels in time. Yeah, because I've I've I have all the Clone Wars except for the the um, missing episodes. I mm-hmm. don't have that. I still need to get that. But I'm I'm definitely gonna get the role play game, and then we're gonna we're gonna take a look at it. Okay. Yeah. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for us here at Radio Genosis this week. Um, please follow us on Facebook at Radio Genosis 2.0. Make sure you guys follow us on YouTube. Let's get those subscribers so we get our personal URL uh, on Instagram at Radio Genosis. Make sure you also follow uh, at Mass Studios underscore HQ where this is, where we shoot where we have the show live from. Um, we're on iTunes and Podbean and all sorts of all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah. So please follow us. Um, next week we're gonna do we're gonna be doing your favorite. Sorry about that, everybody. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty. But thank you for listening to our show, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.